Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stephen King cast, one man's musings on the works of Stephen King. Each week, I'll review one entry in the bibliography of Stephen King in the chronological order of publication, but this episode <clears throat> is a very special bonus episode. Um, so if, if, if you're listening to this in the chronological order of the podcast publications, then you know that I have just spent the last month in Derry, Maine, figuratively speaking, um, analyzing and reviewing and just living in the world of Stephen King's 1986 masterpiece, It. Well, this episode um, is coming right on the heels of that, and it couldn't be any more appropriate because I just got back from Derry, Maine, literally speaking. Maybe not Derry, Maine, but the inspiration for Derry, Maine, um, Bangor, Maine. And, and if you are a Stephen King fan, then you know that Derry is Bangor with a different name and a different, you know, um, uh, you know, history. There's not a, a giant monster spider clown living in the canals of Bangor, Maine, but um, the town itself is is uh, is the same as Derry. So I I just came back from there. It was fantastic um, this year. My wife, Mrs. Constant Reader, she she booked us a a trip to to Bangor on the the Stephen King tours. So really, what this episode is going to be is just. Um, I'm just going to share some experiences that I had um, there. I'm going to promote the hell out of uh, Stephen King Tours, which you can find at sk-tours.com. So when we got there, um, even before going on the tour itself, just to, to frame it, um, the, the entire trip, you know, we, we got there. It was uh, to Bangor. We, we stayed in a place just outside of Bangor in this inn. It's a really, really nice inn overlooking a lake. And at this time of year in, in Maine, it's still a little bit cold. There's still a little bit of snow on the ground, not much. <clears throat> but like the lake that it overlooked, you know, was frozen and you know, it's off season. So we were the only ones there and we were in our own separate building. And that night it was rainy and it was windy and it was desolate. And we were the only ones in this particular building. And you could feel the emptiness just pressing in. And so I think that you might know where I'm going with this. It just, it felt like the overlook. It felt like we were in The Shining. And the, the Wi-Fi password actually was um, Overlook, which was which was pretty funny. But it was awesome. It just, it really, for someone that was going on a Stephen King-based vacation, it was a perfect way to start the vacation. And, you know, then, then we spent some time in, in Bangor without going on the tour and just walking around Bangor. And, and even when we first got there, I just saw buildings and descriptions that I had read about so many times in Stephen King's books. And it was just such a surreal experience to look to my left as I'm driving down and see the Paul Bunyan statue. Or when you get to, you know, the downtown area of of, uh, of Bangor, you know, there's a couple buildings that, that have these steeples, and I wasn't sure which one exactly was the, the steeple that, that collapses in the conclusion of it, but I'm sure that one of them inspired it. There's, you know, when you stand in um, downtown Bangor, you see the hills that just kind of converge in the center of the town, which was straight out of Derry. I mean, there was one hill. I looked up and I said, oh my God, I think that that's up Mile Hill. You walk around town and you see the canals and it's not hard to imagine, you know, looking down and seeing a clown there. So just walking around even before going on the tour really put you in Stephen King's shoes. And 
you start to see this town that inspired this thousand plus page novel. So I have pictured it in my head for years and it's just, it's crazy to actually go to the place that, that inspired it. Now for the, the, the tour itself, um, you know, you, you meet up with Stu <coughs> who pulls up in a Stephen King uh, decked out van and it was us and a couple other um, tourists and right away, Stu just launches right into it. You know, he, he, he gets to know you a little bit by asking, you know, where you're from and talking a little bit about it. But then he just, as soon as you sit down, he goes, okay, so what's your favorite Stephen King book, everyone? And he just, just immediately, he, he's, he's talking about Stephen King and you realize, okay, this is going to be a great Stephen King-based tour. And it is. And I wasn't sure what to expect but he just really, what, what, what's great about it is, like I said, if you are a fan of the books, you're going to get a lot out of it. If you're a fan of the movies, you're not going to be able to see much from the movies because the state of Maine does not provide tax break incentives for production companies or studios to come in and film. So there aren't a lot of examples from the movies. However, the books, the inspirations are all over the place. And I'm going to get into that. So Stu drives us around. Um, and he's talking and he's he's telling us about himself. He's, he's telling us about Stephen King. And, and the thing that just struck me, and I, and I want to stress this here. Go on the tour for Stephen King, certainly. But if you just want to go away and just kind of recharge your batteries, um, and if you're not even a huge Stephen King fan, I would strongly recommend this tour because you just spend <clears throat> two and a half to three and a half hours with someone that loves his job. And I, it's just, it's a great way to recharge your batteries. And I'm not joking, just kind of get some good vibes from somebody. He, to, to be with someone that clearly loves his job that much, who does the same thing day in and day out every single day, it, it, it's just, like I said, it's just, it's very, very refreshing because when we were with him, I didn't feel as though he was reading from a script. I didn't get the sensation that he was bored of telling these stories. It felt as if he was telling these stories for the first time. Stu is an incredibly genuine person um, that has a lot to share, not just about Stephen King, but about the history of Bangor. Because um, on the tour, he would take us you know, past some uh, notable locations that have their own stories and he would tell us the stories of this particular house or this particular plot in a cemetery. And though it doesn't have anything directly to do with Stephen King, it does give you the history of this town that Stephen King has made his home and was the inspiration for, for it. So it's a very, very thorough tour that, that just gives you a great look into this, this world of Maine. Now, Bangor, I learned, is 36 miles. There's 36 miles to Bangor, so it, it is spread out. Now, when I read the book, I always kind of had a hard time with the geography of Derry um, because I have my ideas of what cities are, right? And it's described as a city, but that's it, not really what Bangor looks like when, you know, there's a, you know, there's the civic center in the book. And so, I mean, that, that kind of makes it seem bigger than it is or more city than it is, but it's not, it's not, it's, it's, it's a big, small town <clears throat> is how I would describe it. <clears throat> Sorry, I've been uh, fighting Captain Trips for a while. Um, so the tour itself, it, it's just, 
it's 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 just crazy because I mean there's places that you go to that you wouldn't necessarily necessarily think of. You pass you go past a store that has the the letters on it R M flag and it's flags gas station or whatever it is I don't remember. But he pulls us in the driveway and he asks, okay, does anyone know why we're here? And you look out and you see flags and they're like, oh my god! And he and then then Stu goes into the story about how this inspired the name of the character Randall Flagg. You drive past a gas station and Stu points out a gas station, right? Just a nondescript gas station, nothing that you would ever think of. And he says that this is the inspiration for the short story Trucks, which would go on to become the Emilio Estevez starring movie uh, Maximum Overdrive. And there's a lot of these these places that I just really want to stress are nondescript. It's just a gas station that you would pass, you know, and not even think twice about it. It's just a gas station. It looks like any other gas station, but it's this particular gas station that inspired Stephen King to write this particular story. Now, it's not as if there was a story in that gas station that was being asked to be pulled out. And you're going to see that a lot on these tours, that the buildings that inspired certain buildings in a Stephen King story or inspired a certain story in a Stephen King book, they're so nondescript. And, for instance, you, you, you go to Ralph Roberts' house, the, the, the building that inspired Ralph Robert, Roberts' house from Insomnia, which is across the street from the Red Apple convenience store. Driving past it, I wouldn't even think about it, okay? There's nothing inspirational about these two buildings. But Stephen King just was writing about elements of his own life and repurposing it into this, this story. So you have these two buildings that are just... There, there, there's nothing fantastical about them, and they happen to be the 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 grounded reality parts of a story that winds up um, having a climax that includes uh, a a shape shifting entity that takes the form of a grandma in a rocking chair flying next to a plane. You know, I mean, it's just it's crazy that these buildings and these streets and these just everyday aspects of life are so removed from anything fantastical. And the fact that he sees these buildings and these places and just concocts stories around them, I mean, it really is truly amazing. And we know that, that Stephen King has always written from aspects of his life, but to actually see these aspects themselves, it really makes his storytelling skills seem that much stronger. You know, I mean, you, you, you see the road that inspired the long walk. Um, you, you see the, the, the high school that Stephen King worked at. Um, that the, the, the layout of the high school inspired uh, Carrie. You go to uh, Tabby's high school, wherein exists the locker room that inspired the locker room scene from, uh, from Carrie. You know, he takes you to the where Stephen King and Tabby used to live when they weren't making any money. You know, he takes you to um, the, the I can't remember the name of it, um, is it Mount Hope? Um, I'm sorry if I, if I get it wrong, but it's the cemetery in Bangor that is the, the cemetery from Pet Cemetery, not the Pet Cemetery itself. You don't see that, but you actually see the cemetery. And this is a great example of how you get a little bit of Stephen King, but you also just get a little bit of history involved as well, because this is a very, very old cemetery it's very picturesque. And what's interesting about it, you have these rolling hills in the cemetery and the bodies are buried in the hill and you have no idea how the, the bodies 
are staying in the hillside and not tumbling out. So, I mean, he, he gives you the, the history of some of the, the older parts of the cemetery. And you actually see, this is an example of where there was some filming from movie. And this was in the movie Pet Cemetery, where Lewis, you know, jumps over the fence. <clears throat> but Stu um, has a story about that, which is interesting. And you see um, where Stephen King stood as the minister um, presiding over the funeral of Gage. You see where Gage was buried. And I asked him, I said, when you say buried... Did they actually bury, did they actually dig a hole in the cemetery or was that, you know, filmed at a different location? And he said, no, they actually dug into the cemetery for that particular scene. So you get, you know, all of these, you know, different elements of history and the movies. And, you know, this is a cemetery that, that clearly inspired King. And you can tell why. I mean, I, I've talked about how there are some buildings and some streets that just aren't inspiring, but this this cemetery had a lot of history and it's very it's just it's unique it's a unique cemetery so you can tell how you know this might have inspired some people um you you see the the library that mike hanlon worked at and you get a lot of history around the library um you know and and how tabby uh you know, launched a fundraiser for the library and, and how the, the library has expanded. So like I said, you, you get a, a strong history of Bangor. You see the waterworks where the kids played at in um, Dreamcatcher. You see the standpipe, uh, which is just really great to see. And Stu has an awesome story um, about himself in relation to the standpipe. You uh, you see the barons, which I think was my most exciting part of the of the trip. Now, um, I guess in the summer the barons really is a stream, but when I went with the the snow melting, um, it real it's a raging river. Um, but to actually see the barons, it it just really it just blows my mind. And there's you can see this 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 pipe, this large pipe in the middle of of the water, and it's it's not hard to imagine a balloon coming out of it. I mean, you see, I mean, he takes you down, um, you know, to a, a set of houses where people aren't that well off, um, and you see where Bev lived in it. Um, he drives you past the airport where the Langoliers actually was filmed, and Stu actually uh, was, he had a cameo in the, in the Langoliers. Um, and, you know, he takes you to this, this one area where uh, it was the inspiration for the location for the short story Fair Extension in Full Dark No Stars. Um, you know, you go, you go up, up Mile Hill at one point. You know, you see the canals all over the, all over the place. You, you see the Kissing Bridge, even though it's not called the Kissing Bridge in reality. And I think the, the biggest takeaway here, outside of the joy of Stephen, seeing Stephen King's locations come to life, you really get the sense of how much of a philanthropist he and Tabitha are. Um, you know, Stephen King could live anywhere, but he chose to live in Bangor. And if he's going to live there, he is going to give back to the community. And Stu just had story after story after story of the fundraising endeavors that the Kings um, were behind, um, just the, the generosity and donations that they have given to this town. It, it's truly incredible, and they don't want any any recognition from it. It just it shows how modest and down to earth they are. Um, it, it's just it's incredible. I mean, the, 
you know, from the, the work and the renovation to the library to the baseball field that, that King built um, behind his house for the Little League team. And you can't even call it a Little League baseball field because it's a major league field. It's it's incredible. To the the, the, the water park that he, he just wanted um, in town so the kids could play. There's just so much there where King just gave and he gave and he gave, which is really, for someone that... You know, could live anywhere, could do anything. The fact that he's just so generous with his money speaks to the thesis that I have said from the get-go about Stephen King is that he believes in humanity and he believes in the best of humanity despite, you know, some some parts of the, the subject matter that he writes about. Um, so, I mean, that, that, was, that was fascinating. And, you know, I mean, the house that he lives in, I've seen pictures of it for years, but I, just, I for whatever reason, I always kind of pictured it being set back or set away from other houses but it's not it's just it's on a strip on a street with houses next to it on either side um you know i mean there's victorian houses in 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 so many of the cities in new england on very similar streets and it's not hard to imagine stephen king living in one of those victorian houses um you know it's a beautiful house and what's interesting is that if you all of the pictures that you've seen from the front don't really give you a sense of what the house really is it just goes back and it goes back and it goes back so from the front you know i mean it looks like a big victorian house but then it just there's so much room to it as, as it goes back um i mean and the gates are just open like you could walk up you know no one would but you just could and that just kind of shows the kind of people that the kings are the kind of town that that bangor is it was just really really fascinating um so it was just it was just a great time. I mean, if you are a Stephen King fan, I strongly recommend heading out to Bangor, Maine to walk around to be a part of uh, SK Tours, which you can find at sk-tours.com. And again, the tour guide, Stu, has credible stories, and I'm not going to relay any of the stories because they're not my stories to tell, but the stories that, that Stu was able to tell of the, the different locations and just the history of Bangor really helps fill in the cracks to all of the events in the Stephen King books and the Stephen King universe. It really helps give you a better sense of the life of Stephen King and the life of the author Stephen King as opposed to the the life of the man Stephen King it just it helps put everything into context with each other and just really helps bring these books and these stories to life and so I mean it was two and a half to three and a half hours and it's very very thorough he's incredibly engaging and like I said for someone that does this day in and day out he really makes the tour that he gives you feel special um at no point did I ever feel as though he was going through the motions, um, which I just think is incredibly refreshing to just be with someone that that just loves what he's doing as much as he does. Um, that in of itself is enough to just give you a, a great um, injection of of just good times and, and good attitude. I mean, and even at one point, he was interacting with another local um, at like a little toll booth, and the interaction was just so familial and friendly and it just felt like something out of a Stephen King book um, and it just helps really give a sense of why Stephen King writes about these types of towns um, because the people in the towns are worth writing about um, so I, I've been talking for about 20 minutes now 
Um, I just really want to encourage anyone, if you want to get away, I would strongly recommend going to sk-tours.com. So thanks, everyone. Um, this now concludes my examination of it. I thought that last week was going to you know, conclude my examination of it. But this is it. This is it. I took a, a real-world trip um, through a magic doorway into the land of Bangor, the inspiration for Stephen King's Dairy, um, which has been immortalized in the pages of It, but also in Dreamcatcher, in Insomnia, in uh, the short story Fair Extension, Full Dark No Stars, um, very briefly, I believe, in Bag of Bones. So it's, uh, it's a town that, that exists, and when you walk around Bangor, you can see why this is the town that Stephen King lives in, and he drew upon a lot of Bangor's own history to tell the tale of Bangor in another context and you know slap the label dairy on it instead of bangor and it was just incredible it felt like i was in a stephen king story for the time that i was there so if anyone wants that experience head on over to bangor maine and check out sk tours um and you can find it at sk-tours.com so thanks everyone for sticking around and if you want to see any pictures of the vacation um feel free to find it on my instagram on my twitter on my facebook page um all at stephen king cast um and if you have any questions at any point feel free to write in at stephen king cast at yahoo.com and stick around for my review of eyes of the dragon complete with a bonus episode connecting eyes of the dragon to the larger dark tower works and i will see you here same time same channel next week stephen king cast <laughs>